0: Episode 45 of the Press Pass Podcast presented by the Press Republican with Editor-in-Chief Joe LaTemplio, night Editor Ben Rowe, I am Sports Editor Joey LaFranca. Joe, how are you? Joey bats. good to see you. Ben, Joe's a little salty
1: today. He is. We have to talk about that. <laughs> Joe, why <laughs> are you... I'm
2: just telling it like it is. Yeah?
1: You're getting a little fired up. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears, <laughs> you know really kindergarten gr- graduation.
0: <laughs> kindergarten graduation and John
1: Sterling giving
0: Aaron Judge a home run call. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like that. No, oh, that's for sure. Did you hear Chris King's uh, overtime goal call for Anthony Anthony Beauvilliers' game six winner against the Lightning last night for the Islanders? What station is that? Uh, that's well, it's actually broadcasted on um, ESPN 98.7 now. But there's another station that it's like formally associated with because it's kind of sh- the the broadcasts are kind of shared now. Yeah. Um. But the the arena last night at the Islanders game was so loud that Chris King he when he tries to raise his voice he just starts squeaking basically and it was it was what do you call it when you inaudible uh, just yeah. you couldn't it was hilarious it was one of the best things i've heard in a long time <laughs> from an islanders fan perspective what
2: a horrible giveaway
0: oh terrible <laughs> yeah. but hey that's what you you know capitalize on the mistakes right good thing bad that that game last night was the definition of like that 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 moment of the game is the definition of Maybe some tiredness, or maybe not getting into the flow of the period because it was so quick. It was only a minute and five seconds. Yeah, in. yeah. Um, but crazy stuff to say the least. And I think I think Ben Roe. Uh Saw me yesterday. I was I just tapped on my desk a little bit.
1: Didn't didn't let out any type of yell. It was anything, it was it was something. It was, was crazy. Was that what Steve was talking to you about? Yeah, and that's when watching. I that's when I yelled an expletive back at Steve
0: and flipped him the double bird. <laughs> <laughs> Why he doesn't like the other? No, yeah, he said they're going to lose Joey, and I said, <laughs> and I uh, gave uh, gave uh, Steve Jones our, our pagination. Uh, uh, what, do we, what do we? What is his actual title? Pressman. Press foreman. Press press man? Press, press press, oh, press foreman. Okay. I, well, I flipped him the double bird. And and he laughed at me. And I was like, and I mean that in the politest way.
2: Well, and then they... they... Oh, you
0: didn't know the context. No. Ben
2: Bobby
1: just thought I was upset. For a second, yes. And I'm like, wait, no, sports.
2: (laughs) And then then the fans littered the ice with beer cans. Yes, that was... There's um, hundreds of beer cans.
0: Anthony Bobillier said afterward, he's like, it went from smelling like cigarettes in there to beer. And now there's T-shirts now in Islanders colors that say cigarettes and beer.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, they were
2: the big... 16-ounce, yeah. 20-ounce yeah. Budweiser.
0: It, it was one of the more bizarre things I've ever seen. Because yes. like that usually happens when your team loses, loses or there's like some bad call or something. But not when your team wins. <laughs> but I was thinking to myself, ah, I mean, a lot of those people are probably all hammered. Most of So from what was reported, most of those cans were empty. Empty, yeah. So, but there were some idiots who threw like, full beer cans. Like, At onto $16 the, a pop? And, yeah. That's it crazy. And it's, it's, it's wild. But, I mean, hey, props to the Islanders. I'm super happy. I mean, this yeah, is aw- a this game. is aw- this is awesome. I and heard one
2: guy say that they th- he think they might have done it because it possibly could be the last game ever at the Coliseum. yes,
0: like shower shower the Coliseum with, with beer. With beer. <laughs> but hey, hopefully there's going to be some Stanley Cup championship games be. there. It could be it could, could be, be very wild if that happens. What did but- they
1: used to do at um, the Plattsburgh, the Chuckapuck puck or whatever they call it? Oh, to- they,
0: they still do that. Or are it- you
1: talking about the Oswego thing? Uh, well, it's that over at the Stafford Ice Radio. It's yeah. like, everyone throw your something in okay, the Okay, so ice. yeah, they
0: do a chock-a-puck thing where you have to throw like a, it's like a little rubber puck, foam and puck, a fo- right? foam puck, I should say, and you throw it onto it's the... has got a number on it. Yeah, whoever and throw, gets it, closest, and whoever gets the closest yeah. center dot. I and thought win. I remember they canceled that a while ago, but they still do that? No, no
2: they, they
1: do. No, yeah. They do
0: it at the women's games. Yes, and they, they, I think they do it at the men's games still. I haven't been to a men's I, thought that, I thought
1: that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> it is cool. It is cool. I want to know
2: how to do it. Everybody throws it like this, and it bounces off. No, you gotta throw. If you gotta throw
1: it
0: like a frisbee. Well, you can do that, or what you do is you throw it like you're throwing like a curveball, and you throw it like you throw it way to the right. And if you're if you're throwing it from the right hand side and you're to the left of the dot, then it will curve into the middle. That's what I always (laughs)
2: did. You gotta make it sure it's flat.
0: I got a really cool story about a Plaster State game way back in the day when I was little. This is little Joey stories, Mm -hmm. okay? So when I was probably eight or nine maybe do you remember at the men's games way back in the day where they would bring out the the car not the uh, cardboard it was like a wood panel and they would have like three holes there would be two on um, more toward the sides and you would have to and you would have to get the hockey puck through yeah. so i was chosen to go out there and I, at nine-year-old or eight-year-old, Joey put the puck right through the little teeny one in the middle. Did you win a car? I didn't win a car, but <laughs> so I can't remember what the heck I won. It was like money. You got to sit on the couch potato thing oh, that you had nice. back in the day. They would bring you food every every uh, every intermission and stuff like that. Oh, it was crazy. It was so much fun. But yeah. and the funny, really funny part of the story was my grandfather worked at Plattsburgh State at the time, and he was kind of the studio manager for PSTV. And so he was down there and um, he had no idea. He like looked out onto the ice because I was with my parents and he was, you know, working with the college students at the time who were broadcasting the game. And he looked out there and I was walking back off the ice after I did it. And my grand, my grandfather, he saw me, um, he didn't realize it was me. He's like, "Wow, that kid like made it through the little one." And then he's, he came back. and like, "Oh my god, it's my Joey!" <laughs> and uh, so that was a really funny thing. And then the following week, my grandfather was the one who usually would pick me up from school, and he couldn't leave uh, the college until like four o'clock each day. So usually, I would go back to the college with him for like an hour or so. And I was sitting in my grandfather's office, and one of his students came in, and he's like, uh, the kid goes." You're the kid who made the shot last week at the yeah. hockey game, and I was like, "Yeah, that's me." But that was pretty Celebrity. fun. Celebrity, yeah, yeah, exactly. So little, little, little did we know at the time, you know, all all this time
1: later, we'd be telling the story on the on the podcast. Spying. But yeah, it was really it was really fun. But yeah, it's, yeah, the equivalent of taking what the half court shot as well. Yes, wow. yeah, exactly, exactly. And
0: I can't, I can't. I think they had you shoot from like the blue line or something like that. But it as was, I get ol- but as I get older, I'll say I was shooting from the center dot. Yeah. And, then, and then when I get <laughs> <laughs> It'll be right from the other side of the ice. <laughs> But, yeah, it was a fun story. But, yeah, hot, the, the Islanders game, that was crazy. We'll see if the Canadians can uh, can win tonight and yep. uh, go to the Stanley Cup championship. I'm sure Ben Watson, that, that's what he will be rooting for. <laughs> um, and I, do, I, I think the game starts at 8, so we might actually get a little bit of Ben Ooh. Watson watching it here. Yes. So we'll get to see the maniac in rare form. <laughs>
1: ben Watson gets intense. Yeah, he scared ben, ben Rowe last week. He did. I wasn't paying attention. All of a sudden, ah, oh my, oh, all right. <laughs> it is crazy. But,
0: so... Needless to say, a lot of national sports stuff going on. But what's going on on the local news side of things? Well, let me ask it. you this. Yeah.
2: Well, all right. Um, I noticed at Hannaford, Uh-oh. which I go to, you, we've talked about this. Yes. <laughs> they have mangoes on sale. Ooh. Mangoes have been on sale like two weeks in a row. They're Ooh. like 99 cents each. Now, there's something going on nationally with mangoes. I read
1: something about that. Yeah.
2: One mango sold, sold for like 280 bucks. A mango? Yeah. What? I don't know,
1: (laughs) That's, I'm not really a big mango guy to begin with. A couple accidentally planted one of the world's most expensive (laughs) mangoes and now needs private security. (laughs) (laughs) Really?
2: Something's going on with mangoes.
1: So are they like becoming a delicacy?
2: Apparently, although the ones at Hannaford are 99 cents. I like them. (laughs) They're sweet. Yeah, I mean,
0: mean, they're not bad. They're a pain to cut. Yeah, I'm more of an orange type of guy. Clementine specifically.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like
0: clementines.
1: Can't really I don't really care for like the big orange or anything like yeah. that. It's too much. Miyazaki mango trees, whose cost per kilogram is around three thousand six hundred and thirty dollars per kilogram. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Why? I like mangoes. <laughs> I mean they're they're valuable, they taste good.
0: <laughs> they, yeah, but that's a lot of money for a piece of fruit. That is. What have your uh, Hannaford experience has been like of late when you're when you're going now and in terms of like because you know obviously when you know COVID was rampant it was probably a lot different than it is now. Well, I was, as I, I said. said.
2: They took the arrows off the floors, Yeah. so I don't know where to go now. You can start in the dairy area and then go all the way to the bakery yeah. and then work your way to the middle. Uh, It'll be good. I noticed that still, randomly, they will be out of certain items. The shelves will be empty for days. Really? Like right now, in the last few days, they have had no Gatorade, Hmm. which is odd. <laughs> What's your favorite Gatorade flavor? Gatorade. I like the Gatorade Zeros. Oh, Okay. And I'll get them all. Grape, blue. You like any of them? Um, <laughs> you yeah. like a melange of yes. Gatorade? Yes. one, get one, one of each flavor. I get like six or seven <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they have a, no Gatorade. They haven't had cooking spray in a while. Well, although they got that. So no Gatorade,
0: someone. no
1: cooking spray. These are the two. Some tra- cleaning
2: products are not the, I don't know what it is. I I, the
1: Gatorade reminds me of, this, of a story. Yeah? A Cardinal Point story, which we told us before, but this is a good one. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all so, for it. So we're all Cardinal Point's alums here, the um, Senior Plattsburgh Student Newspaper which is always a, an interesting experience because you get a variety of different people working for cardinal You points.
0: get people, for people who don't understand, you get people who never would associate with each other. Yes. Combined into a newspaper. Some,
1: sometimes you get people that would never even associate with the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so we had a freelance photographer, a photo student, and that's an important note, a photo student, which is a, speaking as one myself, are a very interesting breed, And so they said, you know, hey, I want to try shooting photos in the newspaper. And we're like, okay. And so we gave a photo assignment of energy drinks because this was back in, I think it was something to do with Four logo because that was back around when the late 2010s, the the massive alcohol-seltzer combination. Anyway, so um, in Cardinal Points, unlike Love local newspapers we'd have a lot of photo illustrations yeah is where basically if you were doing a photo about or a story about like um coffee you might just set a coffee mug on the desk in the cardinal points office and take a really glossy glitzy photo of it and there's your photo so we said you know get something to illustrate you know some pictures of some cans of any drinks or something like that to kind of get it and so all right all right and then they emailed it and we're all in the office all the editors and we're like oh hey you know um So-and-so, you know, we'll call him Tom. He sent in the energy drink photos. All right, let's take a look. And so, again, we were expecting, like, you know, set some energy drink cans on, like, a table and take some photos. Take a photo of somebody, like, drinking one or something like that. But what we opened when we opened the photos was we got about, like, 11. They were of a person in a shower, without their shirt on, seductively pouring the energy drinks on top of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, it, and one after the other, I'm like, well... Not what we meant. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, again, um, clearly the, f- the photo student had fun with it, but we didn't end up using that to illustrate the very innocent story of... But that is what happens in Cardinal Points when you give somebody an assignment. You never know what you are going to get back, so... So yes, the Gatorade. I could see that happening.
0: I I have a I have a.
1: Well, can I share? It?
0: Yeah, I can share. Screw it, I can share it. So there's a funny story when I was taking it was for a digital media class, and we had to take a, a lot of different types of photos. There were like categories of photos that we needed to take, and one was supposed to be abstract.
1: And I vaguely remember this assignment. I think. But. Okay, so. The
0: abstract was like to me was like something just weird, like <laughs> super weird. Um, and I can't remember, like, the I can't remember what the category was, but. I was with one of my buddies, and we were, like, I was using him, like, as a, a prop, basically. And then we went back to
1: his his apartment. In and, hindsight, abstract yeah. photos don't have to be anything more than, like, photos of shadows or yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But Joey just thought, but, oh, abstract just means so, super weird. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so we did, actually. We took a photo of him, like, you know... I don't know it was just like with a shadow and things Mm -hmm. like that and we were back at his apartment and we were it was him and I like had the same schedule like in the morning for I don't know one one of the days and he's like hey take an abstract photo of this so he took like a bowl of fruit loops and he put that in and then he like was like fake pretending to pour like vodka into his fruit loops and he's like submit this for your project and I'm like (laughs) no let's not do that let's not do that so I did take a photo of it because we thought it would be funny and we were going to I was going to give it to him after and by accident I I like, erased the
1: photo, and he's like, No, that would have been the
0: best photo ever.
1: And I said, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Now, but- the kicker is, did he grab a spoon and no, no, no. He didn't like
0: actually pour the vodka uh, in. It was like supposed Oh, no, no, no. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, ooh. that would not that would not I be mean, good. That's, but that's, that's what you do in
1: one photo.
0: Yes, but that, exactly. But that's what you do when you're in college and like I will tell I his name is David. I will tell David now that I told that story on the podcast yes. because that's one of our favorite stories from college. It's like No, oh, if I would fo- I were to condense, The photo
1: we never have cadets college into one photo would be a kid <laughs> pouring vodka into his fruit loops.
2: And- <laughs> that's a photo you can re- Create if you really want yes.
1: to. Yes. Oh, create. absolutely. Absolutely. But it was just the moment. He's like, take a photo of this. This in, will be funny. But
0: yeah,
1: that was great. But, but that, that still segues to my segue about the fact I, that. I
0: am shocked anything would segue <laughs> that I just said from that story to what you need to talk about.
1: There is a tragedy this week. That, that? The state of emergency is coming to an end, which is good. But it also means that folks who would like to take their cocktails on the road. Are no longer able to as the with the end of the state of emergency, bars and restaurants can no longer give you cocktails to go,
2: which makes no sense at all to me.
1: I mean, this. I f- I thought I I'm fascinated by it. The more I think about it, it's just like, just and I know it's not how it works, but just the idea of like pulling up to a drive-through and being like. Yeah, you know, give me a sex on the beach. And then you drive through Margarita. and you grab it. And you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I mean, I, it's not something I it, would do. And, and it's just the fact that, as the story said, is that um, that there's the different industries, the beverage industry and the restaurant industry, are going head-to-head. Because if you can get your drinks from the restaurant, you're not going to go to the liquor store and buy your drinks. So, um, so they're like, whoa, yeah, get rid of the digos. And I can see where the image of... Somebody pulling up and <laughs> just taking a cocktail and then going into your car with it. It doesn't sound good, but it's it's innocent.
2: <laughs> I mean, they implemented this during COVID, yes. allowed them to do this. Yes. Okay, yes. and
1: I don't recall any rash of problems. No. Dropping up no. With this. no, no, there was no, there were no headlines in the early months of COVID saying, oh my God, drunk driving is like, I didn't even exploded. know. So I'm not, I'm not like, by no
0: means am I like a big drinker or anything like this. And I didn't even know until I saw that story that that was something I just, right. I, that, that was something that I never even paid attention to. And I wouldn't know about because I'm not the type mm-hmm. of person who would even be who, who would have even been ordering drinks. But just the thought of that, I did think it was kind of like a little bit of a weird concept that could create some some weird scenarios that
1: probably wouldn't be the greatest. But it's I mean, just, it doesn't sound like it ever created anything. You're just, you're just driving home. You're a little, you're a little thirsty. I think a couple <laughs> of sips here, here to go. Cocktail. Apparently, it's quite common
2: in other states.
1: Oh, is it? And it's been going on. And yeah. I thought I read that like 15 states have decided to codify it and just keep it right. post-COVID. Right. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I just thought, yeah. What I well, thought I mean, it's was, a good money maker for these restaurants and whatnot, right?
2: It, it turned out to be, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, and
1: um, and it's like anything. If you want to just, you know, go home and, you know, just chill out at home with a nice drink, then there you go. So it's yeah. and it's
2: it's another service mm-hmm. that restaurants can provide for customers. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you there's a market out there that wants it, you should let them serve that market. Mm-hmm. Um as so long as it's you know legal and done properly, mm-hmm. and I really don't think it would cut into liquor store sales mm-hmm. too much. I mean, people
0: are going to buy their liquor. Is, so that what, is that what the concern is? Is Walla that why concerns. they're doing? Oh, well, right.
1: again, as it says that the lobby for liquor stores <clears> is throat> saying throat> yeah. to the politicians no, don't do this. You're going well, to. And then why don't,
0: sales. don't the local liquor why why don't the local <laughs> liquor stores say, say that, that say that five times fast? Why don't they partner up with local restaurants? That would be. I have just (laughs) formed a a coalition (laughs) to
1: To provide if
0: the restaurants will can if the restaurants can still provide um, to go cups for for various drinks. So partner up with the local liquor stores around this area and they can provide provide the local restaurants with that. And then they they aren't losing any money that way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know if that works that way.
0: But then the restaurants they are like, I have just I have there are transportation (laughs)
1: clusters. I have just created an alcohol cluster. Also, Uh, it's just – but to the point of the fact that it it would still be a lot cheaper to just go and buy a big bottle of your favorite drink than buy, like, every – a couple of days. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a
2: single cocktail at a restaurant, it's not cheap.
1: No. <laughs> no. So you're still going to want to buy it both. That's right why there. I'm always a big water guy when I go to restaurants. Like, you
0: know, enjoy the food, but you don't need to, like, if I was, I, I'm not usually going to buy a drink anyways, but if I am, I just get water. Then you just pay for your food, get the water, get in and get out. There's
1: the moneymaker, start charging for the water. Yeah, if people started charging <laughs> for water, I would not go to certain restaurants. They can't that would be so this is, bad. This is a fancy mineral
0: water. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, why, that's why I hate, like, in vending machines, you have to pay for water. I think that's so silly. That's true. And, I mean, I know I get it. Like, around here, like, in, in our office, for example, I could take bottle, a water bottle. Water. I could take a water bottle and, mm-hmm. you know, go to the water fountain or go, like, I don't want to do that. It's, I don't mm-hmm. know. I just, the water, water fountain water is bleh. It depends. Um, yeah. If, sometimes you can get a good one yeah that's I've just true. had so they're many really bad ex- I've just
1: had so many bad experiences I, I've just lost trust completely <laughs> also then just thinking about back in school water fountains where it's like man kids would just like mouthing those like crazy the Yeah. There's an, episode, there's, a, there's an episode of Parks and Recreation
0: where um, they're, they, they have like this big problem in the town of like how people like use the water fountains and they literally just like put their whole mouth around it <laughs> yes. and they, they, that's how they drink it and they're like it's, it's Andy is the character he's like oh that's good that's good and it's like, no, you don't drink it like that. But, yeah, in high school and middle school and grade school, like, that's like a...
1: You talk about like, spreading germs and COVID, like... Oh, gosh,
0: yeah, ab- absolutely. There's no question about it. But, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting thing. I, I, I still... Do I, you guys like my idea of the uh, the alcohol cluster? Uh, the,
1: I, um, the liquor store to restaurant pipeline? Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, yes.
0: I don't know if you can even do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that bootlegging? Well, no, I, I don't think the restaurant's... Get their liquor from the
1: local liquor stores. No, I think they buy it in, like. They got the um, providers. But or can't but
0: can't local restaurants can't restaurants get like some you know fancy thing on the menu for like local products you know like say well, bars say like, have like local brews they and have local
2: kind of beers thing. local yeah. wines yeah but liquor I don't is. think they're gonna do like. <laughs> Captain Morgan's special from <laughs> James
1: Liquor Wine right? Warehouse. Yeah. See, it even <laughs> sounds good when you say it that way. I have come up with a good idea. If anybody in the so. restaurant business
0: is listening to this, maybe they'll take my idea.
1: I, I, give it to, I give it to you all free of charge. Free of charge. Just advice from Joey. That Just reminds, advice from Joey. That reminds me of the business idea I pitched to my mom one time. She still says it's the best idea she's ever heard. Yeah? Is that you have this building, like six stories. Okay and it's in a populated area for obvious reasons, is that all it does is it has bathrooms in it. Just oh. six stories of bathrooms. But they're really, really nice bathrooms. Oh,
0: and you get your individual bathroom. Yes. Ah, mm-hmm. I think that's a genius idea, mm-hmm. actually.
1: Like in big cities? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's just, you know, you go in and you have fancy, nice perfume, nice music, temperature control, just really premium bathrooms. Executive bathrooms. Yes. Yes. And I like ch- that. You charge a lot for it. <laughs> in, you charge for it? In, yes. in you gotta.
0: If you got to go, you got to pay. <laughs> in big
1: cities, they
2: would have on the street on the street corners, um, portable showers. <laughs> you can walk in and take a shower. Yeah. Um, right on the street. That'd be cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there hot water?
0: I imagine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, for people on the go. So, like, yeah. I would imagine that would be very u- useful for, like, truck drivers. Maybe. Stuff like that. And in Japan...
1: Tokyo. Yes Japan knows his bathrooms.
2: Um, apparently,
0: <laughs> do
1: they then? In the they corporate
2: do. world in Japan, these corporate executives, um, it's tradition for them to go out and, and a lot of nights every oh, day yes. of the week and get sauced. Yeah. <laughs> and' so they this, have, is, this is true. And I don't know if they're in the bus depots or train depots or somewhere in public places, they have stacks and stacks of pods. Where you can just rent, and you can slip into the pod and sleep it off. Wow. Um, and drunk it, tanks. Yeah, it, literally <laughs> yeah. drunk tanks. That is what it is. And there's thousands of them. <laughs> and they just climb in,
1: go to bed, yeah. and then they get up the next morning, and they're right there at work. It's like the modern-day Iron lung. <laughs> is, there, is there any shame to crawling out of these pods the next no, morning?
2: No, and... they all do it. Yeah, that's like <laughs> the walk, do it. it's like the walk of shame.
1: <laughs> yes. They all do it.
2: That's crazy. And it's like a mausoleum. <laughs> L- yes, yes. Yeah. Tombs in the wall. Yeah, it's <laughs> like when you, it's
0: like it's like you, that's you, you freeze them and then you,
1: you they reemerge like years later and then. Also, Japanese. All the rooms are very small. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard that before, but like traditional Japanese living rooms and um, that kind of thing are like the size of not even like half the room yeah. or something like
0: that. So. Speaking of speaking of Japan.
2: Well, you see on the and in, in the trains. Yeah, not and Japan, and but and Malaysia. The,
0: like, packed
1: full. They have
2: guys whose jobs it is is to stand on the platform. To and so many on. people get <laughs> in the yes. train. They push them in. <laughs> yes. They literally push them in. I would hate that. <laughs> that. <laughs> that would be. That would Imagine be you're commuting bad. every day like that. No, that would be <laughs> awful.
0: Speaking of Japan, though, we haven't really talked about it much on the pod, and I, I, I'm just curious to see what you guys think. The Olympics, yeah. What do you th- What do you guys think about le- like? Not not like you know. Are you excited to watch swimming or you know something like? What do you think about like COVID and what this could mean? You know, we're literally bringing the world together. It's going to be a mess, and, and
2: NBC is going to say, "Isn't it wonderful?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm.
0: I, I definitely. I'm looking forward to the events themselves. Like put aside COVID. I like watching the Olympics. I think it's a lot oh, they're of fun. awesome. I, I I love it, but. It is. It is. There is a level of concern. I think that different variants could come from this, yes. and, and different there's things like There's a lot that.
1: of forces behind that. A lot of powerful forces. Yeah. That oh, <laughs> well, there's to a make there's that. a very there's a very dirty side to
0: mm-hmm. the Olympics. Oh yeah, terrible. It's and been it, corrupt for mm-hmm. decades. And it, it is very. It's very bad. And and I think you know that is the side of things that is really fueling to make sure that this Olympics happen. I am the you know,
2: president of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ex- exactly. And well, I. Well, that was FIFA. Yeah. That was FIFA. That was Seth <laughs> uh, Blatter or whatever yeah. that guy's name
0: was. Um, but yeah, FIFA's corrupt in its own sense, too. But I'm excited for the Olympics. But, I mean, yeah, you guys
1: agree. I, don't like I, think, the fact, I think there's just
0: a lot of risks. I, oh, like,
1: I, the, I like the idea when it was just going to be the athletes, but now they're letting people in. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, no. It's <laughs> well, a so- recipe for trouble. Course, and if not for the world then for japan <laughs> yeah.
0: and and what people are they letting in you know like are they letting in people from anywhere or is it just well, going to be J- just, Jap- just as far as i know from reading
1: the other day it's just domestic so far so just japanese people okay so, so. Far. And I mean, the athletes are obviously coming from all over the world, but yeah. just audiences are strictly... Can the
0: families of the athletes go?
2: I don't think so. Okay, that's mm-hmm. going to be interesting. I don't think... Either. Some athletes are already there because they have yes. quarantine. Yeah, right? yeah.
0: Which, I, that's good. I think that's a smart idea. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll be very... I mean, we've all heard the, the wild stories about things in the past about like what's, what happens at the, the Olympic, Olympic the, Oli- the Olympic Village and <laughs> different things that go on and
1: different, you know, but... You have like
2: 11,000 athletes. Yeah, and this what it, this could be really interesting. It, to was say this, it was the
1: Sochi Olympics where, like, they had the videos of, like, the the bears wandering <laughs> into the Olympic <laughs> Village and that yeah. kind of thing. It, I remember that, that one was just the like... The Sochi Olympics were like, that was a whole experience. Yes. That was That was pretty wild. I remember that everything was, like, really broken down and not good. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing,
0: too. I mean, a lot of these places that host Olympics oh, now... Yeah. They don't have the infrastructure beforehand, so they mm-hmm. build it. And then what happens with it after? A lot of times, it doesn't become anything. No. And then it's just a total waste of money. Um, yeah. You know, That's it's, why
2: Lake Placid is a success story. Yes, because and they're they probably
0: one this. of the last success stories because yeah, there right. haven't been many since then. Not to say that there haven't been any, but there haven't been many since then yeah. that you can say are also, real success I feel like stories.
1: back in the day, I mean, obviously the Olympic Center up in Lake Placid are big, but I feel like nowadays they make them Huge. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It? yeah. It's all about the money. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's
0: crazy. Local yes. local side of the Olympic story, though. Um, One of our writers, one of our, our newest writers, Jessica Collins, she has actually done a feature story on Sam Anderson, who is a Boquette Valley... Um, athlete who actually qualified for the Special Olympics next nice. year. Ooh, um awesome. so you Wait, re- for this year or? F- for this coming, you know, the, the next Special Olympics which will actually be held next year because um, it's it's different. Um, oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's very cool. Um, no, that's awesome. And it, the, the, I, I was just, before we came in and here to record, I was proofreading the story one more time and it's a very cool story. And um, Sam was actually part of a story I did last year about the Special Olympics not being able to have any activities because mm-hmm. of COVID. Um, and this year, he's requalified. Um, not re-qualified, qualified he is qualified still and the events that he was going to participate in um he will actually be able to do that now so really cool for that so stay tuned for that in the paper um well and- that and
1: that's the other factor is that you know again i'm i don't follow sports as closely as you do, but is the fact that the idea that somebody is trained you know years to get in and then yeah. sports bodies are very you know the clock is ticking and so yes if they were to miss out on this if they were to cancel the Olympics this year, some people that get in might not. It's yeah, you got to wait another four years. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, it, so that crazy. that hit me the other day is the fact that yeah, that they you got to feel rough for the athletes being in the middle of all this. Your, they deserve to play? But. What,
0: ben, you know what? I know you said you know you're not too big into sports, but you still. I know I'm sure you still have something that is enjoyable to watch. What is your favorite Olympic sport to watch? Ah. for the summer.
1: Let's do for the summer. Yes i was raised on two things with my mom mm-hmm. is that she was a big gymnastics person okay so we always yep. watch that which that is, it is cool it is because those people's bodies are like <laughs> elastic super superhuman. Yes. <laughs> i pull a groin just watching it sometimes <laughs> And it's the fact that I like the one where they're in the box and they have to like run around, and it's not like the, the ones, floor routine. Yes, floor yeah. routines. Yes, is is the fact that We're when they be just dropping gymnastics knowledge. And they and they land like at the very very edge oh, of the yeah. thing, and then they yeah. don't go out, and then they just keep on. So that's awesome. And then also diving. Diving, diving is, cool. diving is pretty intense. Um, it's that, like one, yeah. two, and then whoa! I'm rolling three times. I'm flipping, and climbing. I always see <laughs> to make a big splash. I yes. always, I always say like
0: when there's a when there's a dive that's like not the greatest. Like, in the the color commentator will sometimes be like, "Oh well, he didn't execute it perfectly." I'm watching. It, it's like that was a perfect dive. Like, that was fine. Like, give the guy a ten. Like, I would, you have to
2: land.
0: Yeah, straight. I mean, it's like, oh well, his feet weren't completely at a right angle when he entered. the well, I mean, come on. Just give the guy a break, you know? That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, diving
2: is cool. I yeah. like that, too. What about you, Joe? I like the swimming. You like swimming? I um, like it a lot. I can't wait to see Katie Ledecky.
0: Yes. Um, Do you know her, who her uncle is? John yeah. Ledecky? Yeah, owner of the... Owner of the Islanders. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't know that until this year. Yep. Yeah. Um, I like the swimming. I like the track and field, yeah. too. Um, of course, you know, the basketball, soccer, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I like gymnastics as well. That's always a fun watch.
0: Um, and um, there's one that neither of you guys have mentioned. That's actually one of my table favorites. tennis. No, <laughs> table tennis is very intense. That's though. incredible. That is, is, that is insane. That is insane to watch that. But one of my favorites is actually water polo. Yes.
1: That is yep. vicious. Yes, it like, is. The and things it, that go on under the water. Most people see. go to jail for. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Getting all those horses in the water, crazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable. But I, I, I enjoy water polo, and I actually also enjoy. And it's it, it, one of the things because I enjoyed just playing it in gym class is um handball. Yeah. I really enjoy handball. That, that's crazy, yeah. crazy stuff. And I don't think the United States usually has a team. Team handball. And if they do. They're no good. Yeah. By the way, there's a whole like bicycle game going by. Us yeah. It's right? crazy. <laughs> uh, the other thing I love to watch is
2: trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys, they fly. Trampoline? Yes. That's One, a sport. That is? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know. They must go 40 feet in the air. Wow. It is incredible. I had no...
1: I, I can't... The Chinese
2: I,
0: are really good at <laughs> I can't really recall watching that, Yeah. to be honest. But yeah, other than that, though, I like soccer. basketball, what about weightlifting? Weightlifting is actually low-key really interesting. Oh, and uh, uh, the jousting thing. Oh, uh, wow fencing fencing yes. <laughs> yes i when i when they like hit each other and like they, they it, it's, the it's the, the celebrations are unbelievable it's like oh i poked you <laughs> yeah it's like it, it's just there's no i don't i don't get it i i mean it's just fencing it, yeah I, I look at when I watch that it's like oh that's a point and it's like oh no they're not counting anything and it's like me this is like me in my head it's like oh that's gonna be a point no that's well, not there, a point a
2: Russian got disqualified for cheating <laughs> yeah. one year
0: yeah which is hilarious like <laughs> cheating and fencing like yeah, you can't just fence properly like you have to cheat in that too like yeah. that's crazy he had something because they're electronic
2: yeah. It, uh, yeah when you touch it it beeps mm-hmm. and he rigged up something with the electronics to it's, give him it's points un- <laughs> un- it's unbelievable <laughs> the, the Russian yeah <laughs> The um the
0: U.S. men's basketball team this year it's not not the dream team equivalent but it's going to be very very good from the the uh, the rosters projections that I've seen so far. Um, and so are the women? Yes, the women and the women's team as well is going to be remarkable. Um, I I would be shocked if both the men's and women's team don't win gold. Um, you know, Spain always seems to be one of those teams that can be in the mix a little bit, but I mean the United States is. I mean. We we are the, the United States is the basketball country. You know, yeah. that's that's what it is. Do this, are they having? Do they still have baseball? Yes, they actually have. They they do have baseball coming back this year, and there's some interesting players that are going to be on the team. Two that come to mind because of their Yankee past are David uh, Robertson and um, Todd Frazier, the Todd Father, as I like to call him. No kidding! Um, wow. Yeah, they have. The, so they're going to have a team. I'm trying to remember who's coaching them. I can't remember who the manager is this year but it was somebody who's prominent but that'll be interesting to see. And yeah because in the, in the past couple of Olympics baseball and softball haven't been there. Right, right. Um so it'll be nice to see that back. I out of the two, I actually for for the Olympic purposes, baseball is fun to watch, but I actually kind of enjoy watching the softball a little yeah. bit more for the Olympics. Softball in general is just more kind of fast-paced, which I think is what a lot of baseball fans who or people who like kind of like baseball but they always say it's too slow. That's what's kind of enjoyable enjoyable about softball. It's a little faster, um, and of course they
2: they still have boxing, right?
0: Yeah, boxing, and I'm trying to think of any boxing of the
2: other boxing in the Olympics is usually corrupt
0: too. Yeah, that's usually yeah, and even that and oh, and there's there's like wrestling, wrestling. which can usually lead to there's usually some corruption with that, but I mean. Everything it will go down in the <laughs> <ground>. <laughs> if, if he dies, he dies. Um, but I mean, there's, there's. I mean, with the Olympics, you're always going to talk about different doping things going on. That, that I can't remember his name. I wouldn't even be able to pronounce it if I could. But that the Chinese swimmer who got banned from the last Olympics, he just got banned again. I mean, yeah. I mean, these these people, they just don't seem to get it. And it's not just China. I mean, it can happen in any of the countries, but. It's just very frustrating to see. It's like, you know, just compete fair and square. Absolutely. Stop, yes. stop getting the competitive edge and stuff. We're not, we're, you're not going to be Ivan Drago going into the Olympics <laughs> or something you like know. that. It's just, it's just ridiculous. But um, one other thing I wanted to mention about sports, just today, um, we're recording this on Thursday. There was a very nice ceremony for longtime North Country umpire Ron Chase. Um, yep. Lion Mountain, um, born and bred, Vietnam War veteran. Um, he is umpire. He umpired his last game today for the CVAC exceptional seniors, uh, basically all-star game type of thing. Um, and uh, Jessica Collins, who I mentioned earlier, she is actually doing a story on Ron as well. I was there taking photos today, and uh, it was a total surprise for Ron. He was honored before the game. A bunch of his old colleagues and different things like that came out. Um, his wife was there. His his whole family was there. Uh, Ron had cool. no Ron had no idea about any of this and um he doesn't he's 77 years old he doesn't want it he doesn't want to give it up but um unfortunately something that um i mentioned he's a vietnam war vet and um uh what is the uh uh agent orange Mm -hmm. um that has really affected his ability to walk Mm -hmm. um so he's you know he has to kind of give it up and he, he he made me laugh today he's like He's like, yeah, He's like, that's really taking a toll on my legs. He's like, a lot of people, if they don't know me, they just think I'm drunk on the field. <laughs> and I said, oh, I wasn't thinking that for a second or anything. But a lot of cool stories that came out of that today, and I just wanted to congratulate Ron Chase on a very long career as an umpire. I um, played 10 um, years you, you in, pro- in you, his... He probably umpired when, yeah, for your CVBL games and I stuff. I played
2: 10 years in the CVBL, and he was behind the plate for many of those games. That's yep. Awesome. yep. I always enjoyed when Ronnie umped.
0: Cool, coolest story uh, out of all, one of the things that I appreciated the most was one of the umpires who he umpired with a long, long time ago. His name was Paul O'Connell. His nickname was Crusher. Okay, yeah, there you go. You know who it is. (laughs) Of course. So Paul Crusher O'Connell, he's recently, a couple years ago, he recently relocated uh, downstate to the Capital District, and he umpires a lot down there. Um, But somebody reached out to him and said, Today is going to be Ron's love. Paul Paul Lemoy, actually, uh, who's an uh, umpire of the Lion Mountain Umpires Association, reached out to Paul O'Connell and said, I need a favor from you. And uh, he said, what's that? And he said, Ron's having his last game um, umpire. And he's like, I would like you to come up and be the home plate umpire. And, he's, and he said, can you, can you drive up here? And uh, Paul's, Paul O'Connell's response to Paul Lemoy was, I would drive to the end of the earth for that guy. So he was up here today, and uh, he um, umpired with, with Ron, um, and it was really cool. And I had no idea. See, this is another thing too. Uh, Paul O'Connell came up to me, and he said, "I really enjoy your work." And he's like, "I follow you on Twitter. You do a really good job." He's like, "Keep up the good work." I had never met the guy before, so I thought. And he doesn't even live in this area anymore, um, so that was kind of cool as well, um, just from just from my standpoint. But really cool moment for ron and his wife was there his wife was presented cindy uh his, his wife was presented with flowers and funny story too was um cindy would always like pack peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and you know a pepsi or a mountain dew or something like that and when uh crusher came out he had a little container with him a cooler with him and uh, in it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that he, gave to, that he gave to Ron. And there was a Mountain Dew in there and a Pepsi. Yeah. And he's like, we will have to have these after the game. And I actually, we, we, when that story runs, there is actually a photo of Ron holding a peanut butter and jelly <laughs> yeah. sandwich. Um, so a really cool thing for Ron Chase and just a really, really cool guy.
2: I remember one time I was up to bat and he was behind the plate. And, <laughs> and there was a pitch about a foot high and a foot outside and like an idiot i swing in it anyway <laughs> and i happened to get a piece of it and fouled it off and everybody's like oh what are you doing to lay off that why are you swinging and i turned around and around and i said well you can't hit it if you don't swing right he's like that's right keep swinging <laughs>
1: he was
0: he was he was great though and one, one thing that was, one thing that i just laughed at i mean you want to talk about an honest guy you know he meant, Ron meant to say something, that, you know, like baseball isn't what it used to be. Um, but he was asked, he's like, how has the game of baseball changed over time? And Ron, Ron just honestly goes, it's bad. It's real bad now. <laughs> and and I was like, okay. Right, that's well. very what he was meaning to say was like, it's not what it used to be. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the level of competition, um, the dedication, you know, different things like that. And it's not. I mean, you see that in a lot of sports now. And it's no offense to any of the kids or anything like this. And I, I fall under this kind of demographic too. I played a lot of different sports when I was growing up. I didn't play like just one sport, I didn't like dedicate myself to just one thing and got really, really good at it. And I don't regret that at all. I, I enjoyed playing a lot of different things. But nowadays, you know, kids are playing like a lot of different things and they can't just dedicate themselves to baseball. They can't just dedicate themselves to, to football. You know, they're doing a lot Which of doing a lot of different things, and I think that's why you don't see maybe as great of a quality of product well, as as, and he, and as I think
2: used to. It starts from the top down too. Yes. Major league baseball is not as good as it used to be. It's because it's, it's so, so much emphasis on it's changed. Hit a yeah. home run, throw it a hundred miles an hour, and strike yes. the guy out. It's all in fundamentals indelible. are Major leaguers don't even know what the base to throw to. No, they, base running is terrible. It's it's a bad game. He's right. Yeah, and it trickles down to the kids levels.
1: Yeah, tell them, Joe. Well, no, it's
0: <laughs> it's true, and and ultimately that gets back. We won't go down the rabbit hole too much of this, but the analytical side of baseball exactly. well, it's part and of it. and Money that's ball. and you know. It, the moneyball thing was created because the Oakland As had to operate under a very small budget because they didn't have a lot of money. It wasn't created for the New York Yankees to use <laughs> as a 200 million dollar payroll, um, but every team is using it now and they're trying to get smarter and smarter and smarter and, and it's just not, it's not reflecting in a, qual- in a quality type of game, um, and that's kind of is what it is. but congratulations to Ron Chase.. Yep very cool i hope he enjoys his peanut butter and jelly sandwich uh, one last question yeah
1: was crusher uh, was he the legislator city council yes yes yeah. i remember that i'm like man that's the coolest name for a <laughs> city he was he was really he, was, he didn't
2: hold his tongue on the council either <laughs> oh, i'm you not know, sure he he spoke his
0: mind. no he was really cool he was really cool in the brief little he's like in the brief inter, in, in, uh, interaction that i had with him he's like you do a really good job he's like keep it keep it up he's like i follow you on twitter and i'm like Cool, thanks. And I always love when people say that. It's like, yeah, I follow you on Twitter. I was like, it's just amazing how many different connections you make and you don't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. You
2: don't even know. Speaking of old timers, um, I had the pleasure of having dinner last night in Lake Placid with uh, Laura McKinstry, Chris Melley, and Jack LaDuke, all uh, former and current um, yeah. employees of the Press Republican. And it was a very nice time, nice to catch up. Laura McKinstry was our Essex bureau reporter for decades. Mm-hmm. He still does work for us as a freelancer. Yep. Um, Jack LaDuke, of course, is 87 years old and still at it, working for us out of uh, Saranac Lake, Lake Placid area. And if Chris, you don't read the Press Republican, you don't know Jack. That's right. <laughs> And Chris Malley was the Lake Placid Bureau reporter for four or five years in the late 80s, early 90s, who is now the weekend editor of the New York Times. Yeah. He was up visiting, and I tweeted a photo of the four of us and said... we have more than 150 years of journalism, North Country journalism. Uh, I almost made a very group.
0: sarcastic remark. You should have. I, I, I was going to say because you were on the far right. I was like, yeah, the guy on the far right has a hundred of us. <laughs> you probably <smiley laughs> said that. Oh, you did. <laughs> I was going to make a sarcastic remark. I was like, oh, I didn't want to be mean. Um, By the way, uh, Chris's shirt. Um, him and I need to hang out because very cool. his shirt game is right <laughs> yeah, with mine. Absolutely, like, we're we're right, we're right with it. There were like reindeers. Was it, I, I don't um, know what. Uh, did you, did you, I mean, I mean, that was very, it was, it was a very yeah, vibrant he, shirt.
2: It was, I think it was regular, am I regular deer?
0: Yeah. But he had a nice But it was collage. like a psychedelic, it was like psychedelic. Yep. It was like every color of the rainbow on the shirt. <laughs> I saw that, I was like, I need one. Yeah. I, I need to add that to my collection. Absolutely. And I meant to ask you too, so you have one Hawaiian shirt now. Are yes. you interested now in Are you Are you interested in having more Are you interested in building the collection or Are you just going to be the one This is my one Hawaiian shirt. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, they're not expensive. I, I have
2: another one. You do, but it's, it doesn't fit me anymore. Oh. <laughs> is it a? Sm- from, it's original. It's a medium. It's from my honeymoon. Oh wow! When we actually went to Hawaii, <laughs> well, I
0: really it in Hawaii.
1: Oh, so that's very you authentic. Need to frame yes. that one. Yeah, that's very, in <laughs> my closet. That's very authentic then. Yeah. That's very authentic. Also, like yes, that. everyone needs to go on Joe's Twitter and look at this shirt. Isn't Chris it crazy? Where. It's like composed of like 10 in their goats. They're not deer. They're what goats? Yeah. Yes. So it's got like 10 it different psychedelic goats. It is, it is goats. It's not deer. It's goats. <laughs> That's crazy. It's
0: crazy. You can tell by the eyes. Yes. The go- a goat's That's eyes are... You don't. I feel like you can't stare into those. They're very, no. very intimidating. Devilish. Because you never know what's
1: going on inside no. those. No. It's, they it's, might
2: bang you in the head. Yes.
1: But yes. But speaking of goats, yes, some of the goats <laughs> of North Country Journalism were all present last night. Yep. So.
2: It was. It was very enjoyable to catch up. Who picked everybody.
0: up the tab? Uh, we paid for ourselves. Really? Yeah. You didn't pull the classy we of just paying for everyone. Um, I, I was actually in, Chris should have. He's the big. Time. I just yes, to say the great lady pay for. Yeah, it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's um, the New York Times guy. He had.
2: Um, he ordered. Uh, it was at Lake Placid Pub and Brewery. Yeah, which is known for great beer, but they also have some other great cocktails. And he ordered a Lake a Mirror Lake Mule. Ooh. Which was in this brown like cauldron. Yes. And it was full of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> so that's he loved it. Awesome.
0: Oh I love it. What'd you what'd you have to eat? I had I had a burger. Just a burger? yeah Yeah. yeah Anything good. fancy or just
2: like the normal type of no, burger? No, it was smash a, burger. The spicy burger, whatever it was called. Oh that's cool. That's, that's cool. Good. Yeah. Well
0: I'm glad you had a good time. That's that must have been enjoyable and I'm sure there were a lot of stories exchanged. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Different there was. different things were called. Yep. I'm sure you could say the same thing that Ron Chase said about journalism. It's bad. Real bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has its bad days and good days. Yeah. so and We try to remember the good ones. And today's today. a good day, fellas. Yeah. 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 We'll remember the good ones and we'll forget the bad ones. <laughs> yes. That's okay. the way it will go. But otherwise, I think, are we good? Yeah, we're good. We, uh, we'll so. wrap it up. Okay. Well, you can listen to this podcast on com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. You can also find it on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram pages. But... Other than that, Joe, sign can us we off. get it on Spotify? We're trying. Okay, we're trying. I think I need to change the RSS feed. I have a Spotify now. You have a Spotify <laughs> now. You're 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 okay.
2: Because I, I got for Father's Day. I got AirPods.
0: Oh, AirPods. AirPods. Yeah. Can I tell? Can I tell the story of the butt dial before we go? Sure. Okay. I didn't want to embarrass you. Did you? Did you no, hear the story? Think I've heard of it.
1: Okay.
0: So on Sunday, um, I get a, I see a call from Joe LaTemplio on my phone. Yes. So I answer it and nothing's like, I was like, Joe, hello, nothing. Then all of a sudden, somebody was not happy with Joe, and somebody was yelling. And all I could hear on the other end was, "Joe, what are you doing?" <laughs> and, and then I hung up the phone. But whoever was whoever was uh, at the moment was not too happy with Joe. So no, I, no. I was, it was
2: either my wife or my dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very it was very funny though. I was like, well, "Joe's not having a well, good day." Well, it was
2: funny because today was her last day of school, and she's retired. Oh! And the, oh! Yeah! The yeah. teachers at Saranac Elementary had a retirement party for her, uh, so I went out there. Yep, and they had a little roast for her. You know, Ooh, speeches yep. and oh boy! Mm-hmm. And Mark Burrell, yep, the I, gym teacher, sure, was kind of like the MC, and uh, uh, he's a big Republican, and my wife's a big Democrat. Oh so <laughs> They clash. Yeah, and he was telling stories about Mary, and he said one day. He's like, when I was really young, I, I f- just got here, and Mary walked up to me, walked in one morning, and she came up to me, and she said, I don't know why, but I just suddenly got the urge to double flip you up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I said, Mark, I've had that happen to me. <laughs> yeah. He's that, like, well, Joe's had it happen to me. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, congrats, congrats, I, congratulations. I forgot about Mary. that. Yes. Yeah,
0: congratulations to Mary. Long. Uh, Long career comes to an end. Yep. Will she be continuing doing any soccer stuff moving forward?
2: Has, um, she, has she decided yet? Probably not at this point. No. She's, uh, done with that. Yep. Uh, but you never know. Yeah. You you know, if they need a modified her JV coach. She she'll probably get sick of you soon enough. <laughs> <everything>. Well, <laughs> yeah, she'll be she'll do do doing something. Yes. She'll do Something else. Yes,
0: I would. I would think. I would think that too. Well, yep. congratulations yep. to her though. That's lots awesome. of
1: lots of storied careers on today's episode. I like. Yes, lots of storied careers. Lots of storied careers. But anyways,
2: thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate your support as always. And to everybody, we wish you all a little weak side help.